Glory to Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. One can imagine what John the Baptist felt, what he thought, when he saw the Son of God coming with all the rest to the Jordan to receive from his hand, from John's hand, baptism. The hymnody for the Feast of Theophany waxes poetic about John's hands trembling, that he was amazed, that he was shooken up, that he was beside himself, And the questions that he asked, you want me to do this? We know that he has great intuition, great insight. Because even from the womb, he responded when the Lord drew near, jumping in his mother's womb, knowing that his path was to proclaim, was to prepare was to make the way ready. And now it has come. God himself has come to submit himself to the servant to receive baptism. A hymn from last night from Vespers. The streams of the Jordan received you, their source, and the comforter descended in the form of a dove. He who bowed the heavens now bows his head. The clay cries aloud to the potter. Why do you command me to do what is beyond me? For it is I that should be baptized by you. O sinless one, Christ our God, glory to you. This is exactly the nature of God. What we know about Jesus Christ from all of the other feasts as we know from the nativity of our Lord, from his birth into the outer reaches of the empire, to be born uh, not in a hotel of the age, but outside in the dirt, in the ground, that he is laid in a manger, food, that he himself throughout his ministry is always the one who has nothing but a rock to lay his head upon. But it's exactly the nature of God that he asks John the Baptist to join him in his mission, that he has a very particular role to play. Did we not learn this at the Feast of the Annunciation? He needs the mother of God, Mary, to say yes. He needs John to baptize him. This is exactly why right after the Feast of the Nativity, we have the Synoxus of the Theotokos. Right after the Feast of Theophany, so yesterday, we have the Synaxis of John the Baptist. That is the coming together to sing praises, to venerate the ones 
who had their part to play in God's rescue mission. God is the man-loving God. He is the one who sought us. Those of us, and by those of us, all of us, drowning, unable to keep our head above the waves, as the Psalms tell us. He came into that water to fish us out, to grab us, and to take us into the ark of the church, to bring us back to life, to give us the fullness of life. And he doesn't just do this by saying, here, this is what you need. But he says, come and join. As soon as he takes us out of that water, revives us, and he says, join, be partake, come with me, follow me. The epistle this morning tells us that each of us, according to the grace of God, have been given the gift, specific gifts. The one from on high who descended down into the lower parts of the earth is also the one who ascended. And as Paul so eloquently says, led captivity captive, that he took what held us in captivity He put it in shackles and he put it under control and he led it forward in the victory march. He has given gifts to all of us. And what Paul gives us is apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. But there is in other places in Paul where and even in our hymnody where we expand this. It's not just apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers We need these offices, these roles within the body. But the captivity that has been captured, the spoils that has been given to us, is that he's loosed all of us to be co-workers with him, to be ambassadors of Christ, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians. All of us are given grace. All. He gives particular gifts to some. Some he calls to ordain ministry. Some he calls to have the ability to direct a choir. Because I had a whole semester of it in seminary. And I'm very thankful that I was ordained instead of led in any way to try and lead a choir. Because it is hard work. But these are just some of the public things, right? There's all sorts of work that is to be done in the church Work that Christ does in our homes, in our work. Because this is exactly what your baptismal identity is. As we come to the Feast of Theophany, some of the hymnody reflects, of course, why does Christ baptize? It is to fulfill all righteousness. It is to imbue within baptism the gift of the Holy Spirit. What happens to Christ is what happens to us. We go into the waters... And the Spirit descends upon us. God needs you. God loves you, but God also needs you. God needs you because he wants to work through you. God needs you because he needs to be able to work in the world. Not that he can't do it on his own, but that's not his nature. He wants you to partake, to participate To be active with him. He needs the trembling hand of John.
to baptize him. He needs you to do the work of the kingdom. Contemplate. And I encourage you this week to contemplate what God has given you, what gifts God has given you. What can you offer to the body of Christ? Yes, there is the work of teaching and public services, but there's all sorts of help first around the church. There's all sorts of little places that we can find to serve and to actively and consistently serve in those roles. But again, that's also one aspect. There is the warmth. There is the reality of the internal life of the church where we realize that we need each other. Just as God needs us, we all need each other. Gifts of hospitality, gifts and abilities to be able to just sit with those who are grieving. To be able to visit the widow and the orphan. Is this not pure and undefiled religion before the Lord? And if some of these prospects of maybe sociality or these aspects make you tremble in a different way than John, there is always the gift of prayer. To have an entire church praying for each other, loving each other, giving in whatever way that they can. This is what God needs from us. And not need as in like he's some tyrannical, but that he needs us to join him on the mission of spreading the kingdom. Of allowing us to enter more deeply into life in the kingdom. To plunge further into our baptism. To realize the gift that God has given us of the Holy Spirit. This is a mighty call and it's something that we should not just take for granted. But like John the Baptist, tremble a bit. Be amazed. God himself wants you and needs you. So this is an opportunity as there's always opportunities to get your hands wet. To get your hands dirty. To lift your hands up in prayer. To have your hands and the arms embrace brothers and sisters and those who are looking for the God who needs them, who loves them, who wants them to become one of his children, to be able to call upon him, as we say right before the Our Father, as a Heavenly Father, one whom we know in Jesus Christ, to whom we give glory with the Father and the Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen.